Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome to Season 1, Episode 45, Kids. Synopsis, a quick trip to the shop proves tricky for Dad when Bluey decides she's going to be Mom. Tori, what do you think of this episode? My overall takeaway is that no one child can be your favorite because at some point all of them are annoying. <laughs> I feel like that was the lesson in this episode. <laughs> that is true. I only have one, so I can't really you're Not gonna have problem. to yeah, you're gonna have to speak to the whole multi-child dynamic later. Yes, I um, have a lot to say about favorites. Oh, okay. So we will get into that later. Yes, we will. All right. So guys, we're going to run through a synopsis of the episode, kind of take you step by step. We will stop and definitely have some conversations about favorites, not favorites, as we go through. So the episode opens up with dad and the girls in a car. Right off the bat, we hear Bluey ask, who's your favorite? They just jump right in. Yeah, they do. Don't waste any time. Yeah. And she wonders if it's her because she can run the fastest. Or is it Bingo who has book proclaimed that she can whistle? Even though, honestly, she can't. Because <laughs> then she tries whistling. And it's, have your... It's hard. It's tricky. It definitely tricky. is. Yeah. Yeah. My child would do it every once in a while. And I'm like, how do I even... How do you explain how to whistle? I don't know. Yeah. It's difficult. That and uh, blowing a bubble in bubble gum... That is also very hard to explain. What? Okay. That's a whole side <laughs> conversation. I'm like, I thought you were saying like blowing a bubble, which, like, you know, can kind of be hard, but a bubble inside of a bubble. Well, like describing how to huh? whistle and describing how to blow yeah. a bubble with bubble gum. They're similar. Well, me. I mean, honestly, if you think about it too much, <laughs> describing anything to children is very hard because you inevitably have to then describe something else within the description. So have you ever like gone down the path where your child's like, oh, well, why is the, why is the sky blue? And then you have to start talking about it, but then you realize there's something else within there that you have to probably explain before yeah. you even get to it. It's not blue. It's gray. <sighs> oh my gosh. So much. Okay. Back to the episode. Dad pulls, dad doesn't answer. Banda doesn't answer. Instead, he pulls into the grocery store and says that they're both his favorite. But Bluey asks why. And he says, because parents don't have favorites. They then head into the store and Daz says they need to hit it hard and quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that bandit. Oh my gosh, taking children to the grocery store. I could do an entire podcast. Me too. On it. Don't do it. Try not to do it if you can get away with it. I definitely avoid it. My husband's better at it than me. Oh, but it's like if I'm I have so to bad. go to the store, I'm, so I'm going to wait till he can have them or vice versa. He's pretty good about taking them with him. I think he enjoys it more than I do. I have just resorted to food delivery services. Yeah. So COVID has – the one good thing that has come out of COVID there's is – There's a couple. There's a couple is that most of the big stores, Target, Walmart's here, we live in Florida, so Publix, all have really good pickup options, or they will actually just have it delivered for you. I have to say that when my son was a baby, he was asleep in the car and I needed milk. 
and I posted on the social media, OMG, if I could just pull up to Target and have them bring me my groceries, that would be amazing. And do you know how much negativity I got? Oh, really? Everybody was like, they'll never do that. If they did that, then you wouldn't buy the extra stuff. And that's not something Target would ever do. And I'm like, see, people, this is what happens. It's amazing. It's my favorite thing. My son gets a little confused because he'll still want to go in because he knows that there's toys inside of Target. But even going to the store, like Publix, we don't have to worry about the mommy, I want a cookie or mm-hmm. the random cereal or those dumb little basketball hoops or random things <laughs> that they have like hanging. They just hang, have it hanging there. So I personally try to avoid going to the store with my child at all costs. Agreed. Bandit, mm, not so much. And we'll see how that probably doesn't work out for him in a minute. So the girls decide to play a game called Kids. Bandit says, oh, not kids. One of his classic lines, which means that he's probably played this before with them. And what it consists of is that Bluey is mom. And Bingo is Snowdrop the toddler, which is actually her name, if you remember, from the zoo. Yes, that's right. And her mom was like, oh, do drop. Snowdrop. Snowdrop. Something dropped. <laughs> you I said do, that during Zoo, too, I did think. I? Oh, yes. my God. So funny. I do remember um, Chili. Yes. Getting better yes. at remembering her name. Um, Chili uh, being the mom of Snowdrop, Dewdrop, whatever her name is. Snowdrop. <laughs> yes. And Dad, in this instance, is going to play Big Brother Didums. Okay, Bingo, you're a toddler and your name is Snowdrop. And I'll be your mom. Okay, Baba. And you're Snowdrop's older brother. And your name is <laughs> Didums. Didums? <laughs> I'll take that, Didums. <laughs> Crazy names. They're always so good with the names. So as they begin to play, Bandit tries to grab a normal cart, and Bluey says, Nope. Moms grab the trolleys, and kids grab the small carts. So here we have our Aussie American translation. Oh. Trolley. I didn't catch that when I was watching it. Yeah, a trolley is essentially the same as a shopping cart. Yeah. Just very fun. Different names, different countries. There is actually a YouTube video. It's 30 seconds Mm -hmm. that some kid made. And it shows this is what it's called in like Britain, a trolley. And in America, it is a shopping cart. Very educational. Funny. Literally, that's all it is. Yeah. (laughs) So they start down the produce section with Bluey ramming into the displays. She's causing lettuce to fall onto the floor, which later gets like picked back up, I think, by Bandit. Yeah, I, I noticed that. He took the lettuce oh, from boy. the ground and put it in his cart, and I was like, ew. Well, you don't want to, like, put it in some like, somebody else get it, and then yeah. they don't realize it. That's true. When he picked it up, I think I expected him to put it back, and then when he didn't, I was yeah. like, that was weird, but then, yeah, you're right. I guess it would be weird if he put it back when someone else took it. Yeah. Anyway, gross. I mean, do you eat the outside of the lettuce, or do you peel the first couple layers off? <sighs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Now you're going to think about it before you do it, right? I feel like I don't take the outside off, but I also buy the kind where you get three in a bag. So it's coming out of a bag. Oh, true. I think most lettuces actually, even single head Maybe lettuce. that's a U.S. thing. I don't know. Maybe that is a U.S. thing. Who knows? So 
Bandit is quickly grabbing things, throwing them into his cart. And then as he's doing that, you see mom asks Snowdrop if she wants chocolate or pink milk, which I'm assuming must be strawberry. Yeah, must be. Okay. To which Snowdrop naturally says both. <laughs> of course. Because of course children were going to do that. So when Didums tries to put the milk back, Snowdrop tells on him. And Mom Bluey asks him why he has all the green stuff. <laughs> referring to all the veggies in the cart. Like, what are you doing with all that stuff? Mom tells him that he needs to go put them back because they aren't made of money. Which is really funny commentary. That is hilarious. That because it's true, vegetables cost money. Yeah. You know, especially if you're doing like organic and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. But I thought that was I hysterical. thought it was funny that he listened. Like he went and he put this stuff back. It's like just, your child is telling you you can't buy it and you're listening. We've had this we've had this conversation before that he there's is. just sometimes where draw the he, line. Yeah. They don't quite draw the line and they probably should. He's too committed to the game. He's so committed <laughs> to the game. Yes, we're just going to give him that. So Snowdrop can have the chocolate milk because she's so cute. And Bingo gives those giant, you know, please eyes. The eyes stuff. are adorable. Mm-hmm. As Bandit is putting all of the veggies back, they come across Rocco, who is, I guess, I'm assuming, like a friend of Bandit's or the mm-hmm. families and stuff. And he seemingly kind of like joins in on the game because he says to Bluey, you know, how are you doing, Mrs. Healer? And calls her, you know, Mrs. Healer and stuff. Again, I love how the friends and the parents of the friends just kind of jump in as well. Yeah. At the beginning of that little spot, I thought that Bandit would be like embarrassed because he's like letting his kid boss him around. And like that's something that I think would be embarrassing as a parent. So then when Rocco like chimes in with calling Bluey Mrs. Healer, I was like, oh, my God, he gets the joke. Like he understands what's going on. Absolutely. Next Snowdrop throws some chips on the floor and blames Diddums. I mean, she's a cheeky one. So Bingo, a.k.a. um, gives the big please eyes and Louie says that it can't be her fault because she's an angel. And then she calls dad Didums a very naughty boy. Hmm. Then bandit decides to kind of live up to the name by stealing the trolley. And he's just like running around filling it with wholesome foods. And I don't know if you catch it, but he says flaxseed beets, Sugar-free cookies. <laughs> the one that I did catch was almond flour. Almond flour, yeah. Because there is a running thing that someone in the house is gluten-free. Yes. We don't know if bingo still, has bingo. bingo has celiac disease or something, perhaps. Um, but I did catch the gluten-free reference. Yes, the gluten-free. And sugar-free chocolates or cookies, I don't know. Yeah. Sugar-free gross. I just rather not. So he's being naughty by getting all the food they're supposed to be buying in the first place. Yes. Precisely. So Mom Bluey tells him to put it all back. And when he says no, she threatens him with the counting to three. Has the counting to three method ever worked for you? Um, Because it has not worked for me. No, it wasn't something we used frequently. I think yeah. once or twice, maybe when David was little. But no, it wasn't a big go-to for us. So I would say it did not work. Yeah. I think by the time that you can use it and they understand 
that numbers in sequential order, yeah. right? Because there's that. You have to understand that you're like counting up and you're getting to something and then mm-hmm. that's the final number. So if your children don't understand numbers, yeah, it's definitely not going to work. But I don't, I I don't know who uses it with any sort of great effect because it is know. a classic. It's kind of a classic parent thing. So it makes yeah. sense that Bluey would like use it as part of a game. Although she, the way that she does it, she goes one, two, two and a half. <laughs> so she even does that thing, the whole. I'm going to give you a little bit more time to do what I want. A little bit more time because I can see that you're not doing it. So she does drag him off. To go be in timeout and makes them sit in the toilet paper section. But what I really enjoyed is that she storms over to him and then whispers to him to bend down so that she can grab his ear. Mm-hmm. So she like breaks character. Mm-hmm. And of course he listens. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> And then she takes him over and sits him down in the toilet pepper section. I did really like the whole, like, when you whisper, it's, like, understood that it's outside the game. I thought that was cute. Yeah. As Denim protests at the unfairness of his treatment, as opposed to darling Snowdrop, Mom Bluey blurts out that it's because Snowdrop is her favorite. (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. So Didims gets really upset (laughs) and he actually sits down in his quote unquote timeout chair. Meanwhile, we see Snowdrop. They have like this great view where they like lens out. So you can still see dad in the background, but then in the foreground, you see Bingo and Bluey and Snowdrop is playing with those cards that make noise. Those are my in-laws favorite cards to get my son (laughs) the ones that like play a song anytime you like open them up yeah and a grocery worker comes over and asks bandit if he needs help (laughs) that's a bad sign bandit (laughs) he's just like going through and he's like do you need help and i enjoy bandit's comment i wish you could mate like (laughs) i wish no one can help me now Can I help you? I wish you could, mate. When mom says that Snowdrop can't have the card, she finally shows her true colors by throwing the cards everywhere and acting like a quote-unquote cheeky toddler. Cut to Bandit, talking about how he can't go back to single ply (gasps) to somebody else who's randomly come over. He's giving advice on toilet paper. Yes. So funny. How did that conversation start? But I can, I'm with Bandit here. I am not a single ply fan. No. No. Mm -mm. I just can't do it. So I'm with him. Mom Bluey comes over and she apologized to Didums. And she says that it was Snowdrop being cheeky and that it was wrong. And she's sorry. And that she shouldn't have a favorite. And they make up. Which was nice. Very nice. Yes. Did you notice, though, that as they're hugging, another customer (laughs) comes into frame and, like, slowly grabs a thing of toilet paper and kind of backs out of the frame, kind of like, I'm interrupting on, like, a moment here? It's really funny. So, as Didums does the shopping for real life, Mom Bluey disciplines cheeky toddler Snowdrop. Like saying, no, that she can't have giant lollipop. There were some toys in there. And then on their way out of the checkout, 
Mom Bluey tells Stidham's how he's been such a great help and then actually accidentally calls him her favorite before correcting herself and saying that both her children are her favorite. Cut to Snowdrop rowing a boat with some celery down the conveyor belt, which gave me Maggie from the Simpsons vibes. Oh, yeah. I can mm-hmm. see that. Totally. Absolutely. End of episode. There we go. Very sweet. I always like when Bandit, no, I'm sorry, Bluey, when Bluey gets um, kind of a perspective of what it's like to be on the parent side. So she's nagging about who's the favorite, and then she gets a firsthand account of why that's yes difficult as a yes. parent. So I don't know. It's always nice when Bluey gets a good lesson about what it's like to be on the other side of the relationship. I think they do that a lot, too, yeah, I think they do. with Bluey just coming to the realizations on her own mm-hmm. and going through these situations that she like self-actualizes what's happening. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, that's yeah. a trait you want all kids to have. Totally. So favorite line or moment. Um, I really liked when bandit was just like running through the store and grabbing things. I thought that was really funny. I'm a big fan of all the toilet paper scene. Yes, that's that's good. With all the secondary random characters mm-hmm. coming in and out of frame. And just the... They've done this before with Bandit, where you catch part of the conversation. Uh-huh. They did that in Barbecue with Uncle Stripe, where you're catching only part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. They do it again here. Yeah, and I think it's funny when they're having their like heartfelt moment with the hug, and then they do the pull away where you see the whole aisle, and it's like weird that they're hugging in the middle of the toilet paper aisle. Yes. I think that's always funny when they do that, the different mm-hmm. angles. Absolutely. Bandit was the only parent, mm-hmm. or was he? Was Bluey? Oh. Should Bluey be considered for the parenting award? What a wild idea. I love what, it. What? what? <laughs> um. She does a good job. She tries to save money. She, I don't know. I kind of want to give it to her just because it's funny to give her the parenting award. <laughs> I'm like, again, come he up doesn't with do a very good job at the whole boundary thing. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, totally. you were literally letting your child run <laughs> through the supermarket. Yeah. Okay. Bluey gets the parenting award. Bluey gets the parenting award. Yay. All right. So we talked about the Aussie American translation, yep. which is trolley. Yes. We and got... then I do have some facts, but before I go into those, yes, I want to touch on the main theme of this episode, which is parents and favorites. Yes. I have a lot to say on this. Because I know you said you have a lot to say. So go. Okay, so I am going to drop an unpopular opinion. Oh, boy. It's about to get controversial. Oh, man. Okay, my family, so like my children and my husband and I have favorites. Okay. Like the children have favorite parents. The parents have favorite children. We talk about it. Oh. We're open about it. And it is okay. Look at you, progressive parent. (laughs) So I'm sure I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, that it will cause resentments, right? That's what most people, they don't yes. want to do favorites because yeah. somebody will be resentful if they're not the favorite. Yeah. Okay. Or feel left out. Yeah, or, exactly. Yes. So this is why we do it. I'm going to explain it. Okay. So first of all, I don't love the word favorite. I feel like the name, the word favorite is a little problematic or whatever. It, it should really only apply to Starbucks drinks and tacos <laughs> or margaritas. True story. True story. <laughs> um, 
I really think it's more about the relationship. Okay. Right? So um, as human beings, the way that we relate to each other, you are never going to have the exact same relationship with more than one other human being. So like with friends or family or in the world, like you're never going to have the exact same relationship with more than one person because you're going to relate on different levels. You're going to have different things in common. You're going to, you know, look at the world differently. So you're never going to have the exact same relationship with two people. So the fact that we set up the expectation that you're supposed to have the exact same relationship with more than one child, Mm. I feel like that's just setting yourself up for failure. I don't think people... Okay, now that you've put it in that frame and that Mm -hmm. context and that lensing, that makes sense. I just, I feel like no relationship is going to be identical. So by by explaining it that way and not having them try to be equal, then I feel like there will be less resentment. Because if you're trying to make it appear like they're equal, people are going to notice they're not. And noticing they're not equal is what would cause resentment. Uh That's what I think. So we are not... We're pretty open about it. It's kind of like, stick with me here. Okay. It's kind of like participation trophies. Yes. So by like, you get the idea of it, right? It's a participation trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody feels included, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody's being left out because everybody's a favorite. Everybody gets a trophy. But at the same time, by doing that, it kind of just makes everything watered down a little bit like then there's not that quote-unquote special relationship that you say have Mm -hmm. with your son versus that special different relationship that you have say with your daughter exactly yeah so my son who would be considered i'm his favorite and vice versa we just have a more like dependent relationship on each other Mm -hmm. we're both warriors we relate on that we're both snugglers so we just have kind of a more dependent we're just a tighter relationship yeah but that does not mean that my relationship with my daughter is a bad relationship yeah it's just different it's different she's more independent she's not as dependent on me but she still comes to me when she needs me like we still have a super solid relationship so just because my son and i have a it's just it's two different relationships and even though we're different in different we're tight in different ways Mm mm-hmm It's not that one is better and one is worse. Yeah. I think that's a good way to think about it, too, when it comes to the other way around. Because children definitely have favorite parents. Oh, totally. And even though we like to think that we're adults, we're grown up, (laughs) we're like evolved and everything, there can also be resentment there. Yeah. Too. Or kind Uh of a, not even a resentment so much as just a little bit of like a sadness like oh so why is it Mm -hmm. that so like tonight my son comes into the house and he goes mommy i missed you today and i'm like oh but i missed you too my husband who's picked him up from school walking in behind him he goes you didn't say that to me (laughs) i was like i don't i'm sorry (laughs) you just have you know mother son bond that type of thing but i think that's a great way of looking at it that's super healthy where did you I mean, did you guys just come up with that? Was it like that with your parents? No, it wasn't like that with my parents. Did you see an episode of Peppa Pig? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Definitely not an episode of Peppa Pig. Um, I think it just kind of evolved over time. Okay. And our children always had very specific favorites and always had like the parents that they went to for everything and vice versa. And my husband and I have a very divide and conquer parenting style. 
So it's like, you take the one kid, I take the one kid, and we get it done kind of thing, yes. especially when they were, like, younger and, like, infants and toddlers mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think we just naturally broke into pairs of two, and we just kind of naturally – and so it's one of those things where you're like, oh, wait, is this bad? Is this damaging? Should we not be doing this? And so mm-hmm. we kind of – it just kind of evolved as a theory between us. Like, no, we're going to embrace this because it's so obvious that we break into twos Yeah, that we just need to embrace it and explain it so it doesn't feel awkward. It's like, you know. True. It's only awkward if you make it awkward. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So okay. I feel like if we tried to say, no, no, you're both my favorite. They would totally call us out on that. They'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> They're like, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. So I feel like if we tried to pretend the way they do in this episode yes. and pretend that they're both a favorite, it just would ring untrue yeah. and it wouldn't be authentic and the kids would know that. Yeah. So I think each family has to do what works for them. And this is just where we naturally went. Huh. Love it. I have one. Yeah. So he's my favorite. <laughs> Although sometimes the dog does get up there. You know, sometimes yeah. I'm like, hey. But no, the kid is yeah. definitely my and favorite. And people try to do like, oh, you're my favorite daughter. You're my favorite son. Or you're my favorite fifth grader. You're my favorite fourth <laughs> grader. So that's kind of a cute way to like skirt the question. Yeah. yeah. I remember my husband's best friend actually has four kids. Like they're that's crazy. That's a lot. That's yes. a lot of kids. That's a lot. That's a lot of kids. And he, I remember him once saying oh yeah no this one's my favorite like and he knows it this one's my favorite the other ones woo sometimes but not in the same way that you were talking about like yeah, favorites like jokingly yes yeah cool all right so for the facts yes so one of the facts says the supermarket bluey bingo and banded go-to closely resembles woolworth's a popular shop in australia is that like the Woolworths we used to have? I don't think so. I okay. think the name may be the same, but I think yeah. it's a different store. Yeah, because the Woolworths in the U.S. have been gone for, long, oh gosh, 20? Long time. How, it makes me feel old. 20 years ago? It all makes me feel old. Yeah, I, th- I want to say they've been gone. Because I remember when I was, you know, young, when I was like a teenager, like in school in like the nineties, it was on its way out. Like it was kind of like old and funky and about to close. So Woolworths was like, I think it was different. Maybe same in the name. Yeah. But, I'm but no, it's like sure there, cause it's like their main, main store. I think in Australia. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's one of their main brands. They also have Kmart still. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I mentioned that before, but like what other stores have gone out? <laughs> They're like old and gone and they're like still kicking over there. Other places. That's hilarious. The non-US. Okay. Despite being in the title card, the chocolate milk was never placed in Bandit's kid cart. Interesting. It was in the big cart, but it wasn't in the kid cart. I do love the title screens when they're like <laughs> yeah. super confusing yes. and they like mean nothing to the title. I'm like, what on earth is that about? I think in I the next those. episode... I think the next episode is Chicken Rat. It has one of those confusing ones. I love that. Okay. So I also thought this one was good. The music of that is playing in the card that Bingo opens is Oh Susanna. Oh Susanna, don't you cry for me. I come from Alabama with a banjo on my knee. Very American. Thank you. The music... It's also featured again in season two Ah, in an episode called Dance Mode. It is also in a card. Oh, funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's so weird. Because we always talk about like those continuity things from yes. season to season yes. or episode to episode. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I 100% did not pick up the first time that I saw Dance Mode. But when I was going back through this one, I was like, oh, wait. And then I... <laughs> Uh, on Disney Plus, I then went to the dance mode episode and found it and was like, there we go. <laughs> of course you did. Personally, I can't go back to single ply. No, that's madness. See you, mate. So here's a fun fact that was actually not on the Bluey like fan page and stuff. You know how we... In addition to love the title screen, we also love the end credits. Mm-hmm. So in the end credits, there are two additional adults in there. Two. That are credited. Yes. One is for playing someone called a docket boy. What is a docket boy? I have no idea. Neither does Google. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I'm assuming it's one of the supermarket workers. Yeah. I guess that makes sense because they like have a dock in the back to like unload stuff. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. And then there's also a customer hmm. for those of you who can't see me, which is everyone. I was doing air quotes, <laughs> a customer. And that customer was voiced by Joe Brom, the creator of the show. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it was one of those. We need one more people. Yeah. Person. Like, oops, oops. One. we yeah. need one more voice. Yep. So that's all I have for the episode. I don't have any real for real life moments. I do not do this with my child. <laughs> like I said, I tried to avoid going to the store with my kid yeah. at pretty much all costs. Yeah. Try to keep the store as simple yes. as possible. And this yes. was not simple. This was not simple. Yeah. Anything else you have? No, Final I'm thoughts? good. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys. And please join us next time for season one, episode 46, Chicken Rat. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Mama, mama, teacher being sneaky. Jump! How very Please, Mom, can't we get some vegetables? Of course not. Do you think I'm made of money? How come Snowdrop gets chocolate milk? Because she's so cute. What? Now put them back. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, And of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod. That's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is for real life, period pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.